Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. It's just me and Tom this week. Uh, so yeah, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi, uh, feels a little bit uh, lonely without Alex, to be honest with you, from Playmaker. He's only here for one week, but it's odd going from three to two. But I hope everyone enjoyed the special last week. Yeah, a little bit of something different. Um, you know, we're going to have more people on the show. That's something we're going to look to do over the coming weeks and months. So just freshen up now and again, so you don't have to just have to hear me and Tom. But um, yeah, back to us, back to the usual this weekend. We're going to go through the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our best bets for the weekend. Uh, quick touch on last week. Bomproof treble lost by one team, just Preston let us down. At uh, home to Reading. We'll cover that in more detail later on in the show as well. And the return of Tom's favourite section, the fantasy football section too. So you don't want to miss that one, do we, Tom? No, no. Uh, we are sponsored as ever by the amazing people at matchbook.com. Uh, so you can, if you open a new account, you can get a risk-free bet. So you have to bet 25 to get £20 in a risk-free bet. So if it loses, it's withdrawable as cash. Obviously, it's for over 18s only, as the entire show is. And we ask you that you please gamble responsibly. More on that later. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so without any further ado, let's dive right into the tips for this weekend. Uh, Starting off with the Premier League. And first game up is Leeds against Spurs. Anything you fancy in this particular game? There's one thing that stood out for me, but I'll I'll let you take it away uh, if there's anything you like. I like Tottenham. 1.95 1.95 they are. Um, you going off how bad leads are there? Yeah, basically. Because I know, I know Antonio Conte had an absolute full, like, it reminded me of myself on Football Manager when I lose a few games and I just absolute head loss and just <laughs> start questioning why I'm in the job, why am I bothering with this, all that kind of stuff. I, I think it's a bit of an over-exaggeration. Leeds took another battering, didn't they, from Liverpool. And they look unable to cope against the better teams. And I think Tottenham still, we can, even though they're not in the great shape, we can still class them as a, a better team. Leeds are better at home, but they've only tasted victory once in the last five at Ellen Road. They've conceded, Tom, three or more in five of their last six. They now have the worst defence in the Premier League. Um and it was very Spursy, wasn't it, for Spurs to beat City and then lose to Burnley? Um, but that performance from Harry Kane for me against City was the best I've seen from a centre forward this season. And if he can produce half of that performance against Leeds, he's going to get goals, as I just mentioned, three or more in, the la- in five of the last six for Leeds in the back of their own net. Uh, I can see Spurs getting a win here and everyone in the Spurs camp calming down a little bit. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. I was more on the line of both teams to score. 1.59 is the price for that, mainly because defensively, both two sides are shocking. You know, you mentioned that Leeds stat there. Um, No clean sheet for them in 12 consecutive games. Tottenham haven't kept a clean sheet themselves in 10 consecutive games, so far from watertight at the back as well. Uh, Leeds haven't kept a clean sheet in games against Spurs for 14 consecutive games either. So not a particularly good uh, record against them anyway. So, yeah, I think the defensive frailties of the two sides um, will probably come to the fore here. And I, I think it'll be an entertaining one. Spurs very much might win it. 
But for me, I think the safer play is, uh, is both teams to score. Next, then we've got Brentford against Newcastle. Brentford at 2.52, the draw at 3.3 and Newcastle at 3.1. Um, this is one where I had marked down as potentially something to look for from a Newcastle perspective, perhaps. Uh, 3.1 seems quite generous considering they're up against a team with no wins in eight in Brentford, really starting to fall down the table. Newcastle themselves, no losses in five, so they're really starting to to uh, uptick their form a little bit, as we've seen since they brought in the, re- the recruitments in the January transfer window. Um, so if you don't fancy Newcastle outright at 3.1, I think it's certainly worth looking at double chance potentially. Uh, so that's Newcastle to win or Newcastle to draw. Uh, the price for that is 1.57. Does that interest you, you thinking along the same lines for this one? It's what I've got wrote down. ADC, away double chance. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not ready to back Newcastle on the nose in games like this. Still need to see way more uh, performance level uh, before I start you know, backing them on the nose at bigger prices. But yeah, unbeaten in five with three wins. Um, they'll arrive with a lot less pressure than Brentford, even though they're below them in the table. They're only two points clear of the drop zone now. But uh, Newcastle feel like... The hunting lion and Brentford feel like the limping buffalo, basically, yeah. to me. Um, obviously, Newcastle trying to claw um, Brentford further into the relegation battle. We've been saying for weeks that Brentford are in it anyway, despite being mid-table or whatever they were. And uh, yeah, I'm. I could see a draw, maybe a Newcastle win, low margins. Uh, yeah, away double chance. Cool. Uh, Brighton Villa then up next, 2.42 for Brighton, 3.3 for the draw, 3.35 for Villa. Uh, I kind of looked at this one and went a bit, Ugh. I don't know if there's anything you like. No, I move on. Uh, two teams that are mid-table and aka inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, Palace Burnley then, 1.98 for Palace, 3.65 for the draw, 4.4 for Burnley. And I, I think fair play to Burnley. I think a lot of people wrote them off mainly me as well. I, I wrote them off. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've actually put together a nice little run of form. You know, they've only lost one of the last six games. They've conceded two goals in those six games as well. Uh, we saw them beat Spurs, as you've already mentioned, in midweek. They've drawn against uh, Manchester United, only lost 1-0 to Liverpool, drew 0-0 with Arsenal as well. So Burnley really looking like they're potentially uh, turning the corner in their relegation fight. And, you know, you see, like I mentioned, beating Spurs, drawing with Arsenal, uh, drawing with Man United, narrowly losing to Liverpool. This Palace side is in is in no real form whatsoever. Yes, they beat Watford 4-1 in midweek. But, you know, aside from that, that's, that's Watford. I think Burnley is a whole different proposition for Palace, uh, the way they're playing at the moment. And again, not quite confident enough in Burnley on the nose, but it could turn out to be a good price. Double chance, Burnley or draw, 1.91 is where I was going to go for this one. Yeah, I didn't have anything down myself, uh, but I'm I'm totally with you. I could see Burnley getting something from it. They're, they've completely 180. Uh, they've flipped mm. everything on its head and they look like the Burnley of old. Um, yeah, they look, they look dangerous and solid and everything you come to expect from them. So I, I'm really excited to see where this game will go. I just don't have a tip for it. 
All right, then final three o'clock for Saturday. Manu against Watford, 1.36 for United, 5.6 for the draw, 10.0 for Watford. Um, I think Manu will get the win here. I was, I, I would say so, yes, but I don't like the price. It, Manu scare me way too much to bet on something at 1.36. Like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like there, there are way better big favourites um, in the EFL that are priced similarly that you you would trust a lot more uh yeah i think watford are, are proving to be pretty awful even under roy um mm. and man you you know unbeaten in five tom away to atleti played Leeds, southampton improving burnley and brighton like they're all miles better than watford so they should be fine but it's very yep. tight <laughs> okay and uh finally for saturday everton against man city at 5 30 Everton, the home side, they're 11.5 for the win. The draw is 6.0 and Man City are 1.32. Um, again, I, you know, Everton pretty hit and miss under Frank so far, but I don't expect them to get anything from this game against Man City. Uh, exciting as it is to see the title race close up again in recent weeks. The gap's, what, three points now, I think? Yeah, the top three of my head. points and they've got to uh, play yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah so I... I I don't see an upset on the cards here unless you, I just think Man City will no. win. No, they've won 9 nil on aggregate in their last two away games, which includes mm. around the 16 Champions League tie. Like, um, yeah, Everton, there's signs under Lampard, right, with that home win, but they've also lost twice. And maybe, maybe Everton will come good. I have no idea right now, but I don't think it starts uh, this weekend. Yeah, I agree. Um, finally then, Sunday. So we've got just one game on Sunday. It's West Ham against Wolves. Uh, 2.14 is the price for West Ham to get the win. 3.35 for the draw and 3.95 for Wolves. Um, again, another game I looked at and there wasn't really anything. You know, these are two sides chasing Europa League places, you know, potentially even the fourth place uh, Champions League spot. But, you know, I... I I, I feel like it's a toss, toss a coin. I could see a West Ham win, a draw and a Wolves win, to be honest. So I'm not entirely sure which way to yeah. go. Yeah, I looked at everything because I would like to have a bet on this game because I think it's going to be really interesting and exciting. But just mm. I looked at goals, I looked at results, I looked at everything really. And uh, yeah, didn't come up with anything, unfortunately. Um I'm going to backtrack, Tom. I don't know if you've done this on purpose, but we've missed Southampton Norwich on Friday night. So we're just, <laughs> I'm just going to rattle off the fact that I fancy the home side in this one. Uh, 1.6. I've spoke a lot about Norwich recently. Uh, they've improved, but they're still really poor. And I, I think they got lucky. Remember their run of mm. form in inverted commas for those that are uh, on audio. Um Wins against Charlton, League One, Benitez as Everton, Ranieri's Watford and Wolves, credit to them, although it was in the FA Cup. Lowest scorers by six goals. And Southampton are a team that was spoken a lot about recently in positive lights. We scored in 11 consecutive games, 13 of 14. Now for a Man City or a Liverpool, that's standard procedure. But for Southampton, they were very goal shy at the start of the season. They've really found their, their shooting boots and they've lost just one game at St. Mary's this season. So I don't think I can see anything other than a, a home win, 1.6 for the Saints. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, sorry for Southampton Norwich fans. I <laughs> didn't intentionally forget about you there. <laughs> so well, well remembered, Tom. Um, okay, well that then wraps up a, a pretty short Premier League for this weekend because not all teams are playing. Um, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsors at Matchbook, and then we'll dive into the EFL with our tips for Championship League One and League Two. Yeah, so we're really grateful to be sponsored by Matchbook. Uh, so you can head to matchbook.com, uh, deposit £25, and then you'll have a risk-free £20 bet. So you, you can use that towards the bomb-proof treble that we will uh, reveal towards the end of the show if you want to put all of your faith in us. Um, and yeah, you'd be supporting the pod and you'd be supporting Matchbook, who have been great partners to us. Their interface and website is definitely worth checking out. If you haven't already, you do need a sign-up code. It's TFB Podcast, the football betting podcast. So make sure you're using that code, otherwise the offer will not work. And uh, yeah, we encourage you guys to check it out and support the pod. Yep, absolutely. So please do check that out. We'd really appreciate it, as Tom mentions. Um, so yeah, let's championship, shall we? Yeah, take it away, mate. What have you got for me? Still, you know, we Bristol City, a dream. They're so reliable. It's an absolute dream to bet on. You know, we, we've been tipping up Bristol City, Bristol City games and things in Bristol City games for, for weeks now, including on the midweek Twitter tips, which have come in as well. So, yeah, Forrester playing Bristol City this weekend. Um, there's numerous things that I like. I'll go through them all. So I feel like it's a kind of a, a take your pick because they're all fairly similar in terms of the odds. So, firstly, um, I like Forrest to score at least two goals. So, over 1.5, 2 plus, whatever um, whatever the market's called where you bet. Uh, 1.83 is the price for Forrest to score two or more. Bristol City have conceded at least two goals in their last 11 consecutive away games. So, that's some bad away form in terms of the goals they've conceded. Um, you know, we say a lot of the time, get your season tickets for this club or get your eye follow passes for this club. Bristol City, if you follow them home and away, you've seen some cracking games <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. over the last few months because they're on this run that, like I say, away from home, conceded at least two in 11 consecutive away games. In all the games, so home and away, there's been both teams to score in 13 consecutive games. So, again, tipping the same thing up here. Both teams to score is 1.86. So, fairly similar to the last, to the last tip. Uh, and also, all of the 13 previous games for Bristol City have been over 2.5 goals as well. Uh, over 2.5 is 1.91. So, you know, you've got three markets there, three bets, three tips, all extremely solid uh, in terms of, you know, the statistical form. If you want to combine both teams to score on over 2.5, you can do that. Absolutely. Get some better returns above the 1.91, push it over, over the evens mark. You know, that has happened in 13 consecutive Bristol City games. It's going to be entertaining, no doubt. Yeah, well, um, it's, a, it's a statistical dream, isn't it? Because oh. the one addition I've got is I've got over 3.5 in the game wrote down 
It's 3.3 with Matchbook. Forest have conceded the fifth most goals per home game in the league. Mm. 1.25 goals a game they concede at home. Uh, that is in front of Reading, Cardiff, Birmingham and Bristol City. The highest any of those teams are, are the opponents, Bristol City, in 16th. Forest have a real issue defending at home. Uh, and then Bristol City conceded the second most goals per away game, 2.38 per game. Only Peterborough have been worse. So, yeah, this this all looks like nil-nil then, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, typical it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, I'm going to stay on the goals theme here and I'm going to pluck at both teams to score out at 1.88. It's Bournemouth and Stoke. Um, Bournemouth at home have conceded in their last few to Boreham Wood, Birmingham and Hull. Uh, they've, they've won two of their last eight at home. And they do still have the best defence in the league at the moment, but that stat seems to be heavily weighted uh, by their form up until the new year when you know it seems like Fulham and Bournemouth were absolutely untouchable. Uh, Bournemouth have obviously... You know, come back down to earth a little bit. I don't think they're, you know, we don't need to be any more dramatic than that. And Stoke, uh, they've had four of their last six games be both teams to score. Uh, they've scored or conceded two in five straight games. So lots of goals going in at both ends for Stoke. Bournemouth as well. Uh, two teams who need the points. Bournemouth to, uh, you know, keep on that. Uh, automatic train and then Stoke to close in on those playoff places 1.88 both teams to score nice um, I think I found a little nugget it's Ooh. not it's not the best priced nugget that we've ever read out on the show but it's a nice little nugget I think nonetheless so it comes in the Coventry against Preston game um, and it's Preston to score a goal so check your markets you, you might have Preston to score uh, one plus goals over 0.5. Coventry to keep a clean sheet. No, it's all the same. Um, price on matchbook for Preston to score is 1.6. So, like I say, not you know, not going to make any millionaires with this. But I'm looking at the head-to-heads between these two sides and Coventry hate playing Preston. Uh, Preston have won the last five consecutive games. They're unbeaten in the last eight consecutive meetings between the two. Coventry haven't kept a clean sheet in games against Preston for 15 consecutive games. Um, so there's, you know, there, there's some strong stats there to back up Preston doing well in this fixture. And Preston are a side who, despite the, the loss to Reading, which, which cost the bomb-proof treble at the weekend, they've only actually lost one of the last nine games in the championship. So they're on a decent run of form. So I think... It's well in the question that they could at least score one against Coventry this weekend. And at 1.6 for Preston to get one goal, I think it's definitely worth putting out there. Makes it even worse, doesn't it? That one defeat. I know. Treble. Typical. Typical. Um, Tom, I am going to read out a tip that is priced up at 6.2. Ooh. A juicy one. This Uh, is juicy. This is really juicy. And... When you when you hear the game and the tip, I think you'll be surprised. It's Huddersfield to beat Birmingham away and both teams to score. 
I, mm. I don't think that seems far-fetched at all. Uh, I no, mean, no, no. I had Huddersfield down in my pre-season predictions to be relegated. I've uh, been waiting all season for them to fall off, but they're here to stay. They deserve a lot more credit. Um, they they did beat Fulham in midweek, but what I was uh, sorry last weekend. But what I was more impressed with was their win against Cardiff when they were losing one 0 in the 88th minute, and they managed two late goals. That those kind of things happen when something special is brewing uh, at your club and on the pitch. Thomas O'Brien, Colwell. Uh, Toffolo and Karoma have been absolutely sensational and probably don't get as much credit as they deserve, especially O'Brien. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm ready to believe that they are here to stay. Uh, they're 16 games unbeaten now and they're playing against the Birmingham side that have improved since when they strengthened their side in January, but they've still got the 18th best record over the last eight games. Uh, crucially, they have scored in 11 straight so the arrival of Lyle Taylor has helped that. Uh, remember, for this tip to come in, we do need them to score. So that's crucial. Um, but yeah, Huddersfield to continue their playoff charge, uh, maybe even their automatic charge, who knows. Uh, 6.2 for the away team and both teams to score. It's a whopper. That is a whopper. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good find, that is. Well on board with that. Uh, one more in the champ for me. Luton at home to Derby. Luton price at 1.88. Uh, Luton are a really good run, aren't they, at the moment? Really attacking the playoffs. Derby, suddenly, after things appearing, I'd say, pretty optimistic that they could escape relegation uh, a few weeks ago. They now found themselves with an eight-point deficit to overcome. Uh, Reading have really turned their form around in recent weeks. And results have gone against Derby. But yeah, Derby's away form is pretty bad. They've won one away game in their last 15 attempts. That was a 2-1 win away at Stoke in December. Um, so generally much better at Pride Park, as we've discussed plenty of times on this podcast. Um, that's where they're getting most of their points. 22nd best home, 22nd best away record in the championship. Uh, and yeah, just to touch on Luton again. Five wins in the last six games. It's seen them shoot right up in the league to the fringes of the playoffs. Uh, beat Stoke recently, beat West Brom, beat Barnsley, uh, beat Swansea, beat Bristol City, Reading, Bournemouth. They've beaten a lot of a lot of sides. If you look down Luton's form, there's a lot of green, a lot of green. This is a team in really strong form, especially at Kenilworth Road. And I think pair that with Derby's poor form away, you should get a pretty comfortable win again here for Luton. Yeah. Totally on board. Had it wrote down. I think it's probably one of the stronger tips yeah. uh, this weekend. I think it's definitely worth looking at Fulham as well. 1.7. They're playing against Cardiff, who have the 23rd best home record in the division. Uh, they're unbeaten in their last four at home, but overall, I don't think they've put in a performance that will be able to match Fulham if they are up for it. Obviously, Mitro broke the record, didn't he, for championship goal scoring with, what is it, 13 games to go? Something outrageous yeah. like that. Um, Cardiff, to get a result against Fulham, you know, they're going to have to really pull out all the stops. And, and Fulham, you know, back on track in midweek after that loss against Huddersfield with a an important 1-0 win over Peterborough. Uh, they should kick on from here and continue their charge towards the title, 1.7. 
Yeah, cool. Uh, League One then. Uh, take us away with who you fancy first off in League One. Yeah, well, the followers on, on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, uh, will have seen my absolute amazement when I was researching Crew Alexandra. Uh, not to win, to lose. Uh, they're playing away at Cheltenham and back in Cheltenham at 1.69, the home side. And I know it's a little bit tight, really, to say it's 15th against 24th. Um, but Cheltenham unbeaten in six, they lost one in 10, although seven of those have been draws. They've played some really top opposition in that time. And crew, it's absolutely alarming how badly they look statistically. I mean, you know, sorry to repeat myself to our Twitter followers, but, you know, bottom of the actual league table, bottom of the last eight form league table. They're also bottom of the home form table, bottom of the away form table, and they are 22nd, so third bottom for best attack and third bottom for best defence. Like it is, I mean, obviously, there's two sides of the coin here. They're bottom of the leagues. Clearly, they're not going to be high in any of these. But I think it's rare that you see someone so stone dead last in so many aspects. Um, yeah. I mean, where the next point is going to come from, I don't know. I don't think it will be Cheltenham this weekend, 1.69, the home side against a club in dire straits, basically. Yeah, agreed. I can definitely see that one coming in. I was really shocked, shocked as well because... Obviously, we look at the tables fairly regularly because we do the pod and we look at teams and their stats and their performances. But yeah, you really dug into it that extra little bit further. And I was surprised. I know they were bad because they're right at the bottom of the league, but I didn't realise they were that bad across all metrics. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. very concerning. Yeah, big time. Uh, Wigan at home to Sunderland is one I, I like the look of. 2.02 is the price for Wigan. Um, obviously, Wigan, very good. Uh, they're in second in, in League One. They've lost just one of their last 16 games in the league. Uh, generally, you know, picking up plenty of wins. They've got games in hand as well to solidify their place in the top two. Um, I'm just looking at Sunderland. <laughs> you know, they've sacked Lee Johnson and it's all just gone pear-shaped, really, hasn't it? It was kind of going pear-shaped with, with Lee Johnson in charge, but they were third in the league. Um, now they've dropped right down to sixth and they're kind of lucky that they're in sixth because they've played more games and managed to get a few more points on the board than teams around them. But yeah, no wins in the last six away games uh, for Sunderland. No wins in the last six games across all competitions. They brought in Alex Neal in the hope that it'd give them a bit of a new manager bounce. It's not given them a bounce whatsoever. Uh, lost 2-1 to MK Dons and drew one all with Burton in the two games he's taken charge of so far. Uh, and I think if you're going away to a team like Wigan, when you're struggling against against Burton, they've failed to beat Wimbledon in recent weeks, failed to beat Cheltenham, failed to beat Doncaster. I certainly think they're going to struggle against Wigan, who are, are really starting to fly on all cylinders at the moment. So, yeah, I can see another another weekend of struggle for Sunderland here. Yeah, I think the game the games are just coming so quickly for him. I feel like he can't get his feet under the table. What I think he'll be looking at 
Obviously, you want to win every game. But after this, they've got Charlton, Crew, Fleetwood and Lincoln. So they need to win at least three of those four you know, yeah. to, to keep pace with the automatic uh, spots. Yeah, I uh, for the record, I had Wigan wrote down as well. Oxford uh, going to be back in yellows. They're 1.57. They're playing against Cambridge. They're now up to fourth. Whenever I think of Oxford, I always think they're seventh, eighth or ninth. You know, chasing the playoffs. And then, you know, last season they got in on the last day. So maybe that is subconsciously in my brain. But yeah, they're up to fourth. Um, they, in my mind, have my vote for League One Player of the Year in Cameron Brannigan. He's been absolutely sensational. Um, and surely the championship beckons for him in pre-season. Um, they've got to hold on to that spot now. And having the best attack in the division statistically is definitely going to help their opponents. Um, they haven't beaten Oxford. or Oxford haven't lost, should I say. Uh, to Cambridge in the last five tussles at the Kassam. So this is all pointing towards uh, an Oxford win. Obviously, they lost club icon Joey Beecham uh, in the week, and this is the first game since that passing. I know they're going to do uh, kind of a mark of honour and a little ceremony. Uh, you know, that, that's going to be extra motivation for the players, staff and the fans. And then Cambridge, to top it all off, you know, they haven't won five. Uh, haven't won in five, sorry, on the road. They've arrested their slide by beating Stanley and Plymouth, both 2-0 in back-to-back home games in their last two. But I think Oxford away represents a step up. It's not going to be easy for Oxford, but with their kind of insane attacking tactics, I think they could get it done. Yep. Okay. Uh, Just one more for me in League One, uh, unless you've got any more to add. Sheffield Wednesday at home to Charlton. 1.86 is the price for Wednesday to get the win. Um, generally, very good at Hillsborough. Uh, they've lost just one game at home since October. And that was last time out when they played the Yorkshire Derby against Rotherham and lost 2-0. Before that, beating plenty of good sides at home. Uh, beating Wigan, beating Ipswich, beating Plymouth, beating MK Dons, beating Bolton, beating Sunderland. So, you know, a lot of the teams in that top half kind of top 9-10 of League One, aside from Rotherham, they've beaten them. Um, in Charlton, they're playing a team who are really starting to struggle and they've had quite the opposite in recent weeks. In the last four games, they've lost them all and they're against sides in that top part of the table. So they've lost against Bolton 2-1, they've lost against Wigan 2-1, they've lost against Oxford 4-0, they've lost against MK Dons 2-0 and that's consecutively in the last four games. So you've got here a side in Charlton who looks like they're really starting to struggle when they're playing these top sides in League One, uh, of which I'd class Sheffield Wednesday as being another one of them. So I certainly think that the form that Wednesday have got, particularly at home, combined with Charlton's poor run, should see a, a fairly comfortable win for Wednesday here. Yeah, agreed. Big fan of Wednesday. Been on their train for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and mm. it looks like the... Yeah. Looks like the train ride's going to end in the playoffs, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Tom, I did. I, do you know what? I did have Ipswich, Dan. I've not Ooh, been a big fan of Ipswich. You are. Yeah, but I'm, I've taken it off again. <laughs> so it was destined not to be there. Uh, <laughs> 2.0, they are away at Morecambe. 
and I had all this research planned. I had all these reasonings why I was going to back Ipswich. And then Derek Adams rocks up at Morecambe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may remember maybe two shows ago, I said to you, I didn't think Alex Neal would have the like a instant impact where the place lifts for that uh, Wimbledon game. Yeah. I think yeah. the opposite of this one, because with Sunderland, they wanted Roy Keane, the fans wanted Keane, Alex mm-hmm. Neal came, and even though it's probably a better appointment, it all felt a bit flat. Yeah. And it was all like, what are we doing? Who's making the decisions? Where did Roy Keane come from? How have we ended up at Neil? And there is an aspect to that with Morecambe, but it's like, oh my God, Derek Adams is back. He got us this absolutely unexpected promotion. And, you know, we need points. We're in a 12, basically, we've got a 12 game season now with our best manager of all time. This is amazing. It might lift everyone. So I'm a bit nervous now to back Ipswich. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I, I won't be going uh, for Ipswich this weekend no. for exactly the same reasons. Um, but, you know, I, I like to see that you're warm into them, though. I like to yeah, see yeah. That, you know. yeah. I, like I said, if it wasn't for uh, for Adams coming back, I, I would have tipped him up. Cool. Right then, let's look at League Two. Um, I tell you what, mate, this was a real struggle. Like, yeah, for okay, me. I've got, I've got two. How many you got? I had a big fat zero. Bloody hell! You're kidding me. No. Wow. Okay. There was nothing on here that I felt that strongly about. That really. Okay. All right. So well, take it away. <laughs> let's start off with, for me, what's the most obvious one? Forest Green, away at Crawley. Uh, I'd love to hear why you don't fancy this once I've uh, rattled through why I do. Crawley are dangerous to go against. They are one of the most unpredictable teams in the entire 92. Um, They are absolutely wild. They rank mid-table for attack, defence, home, away, last eight league games and a real league table. Like I feel like they are awful to back it. Uh, against. So I will say that start off with. But the one thing that is consistent with Crawley is their inability to play against the top sides. And Forrest Green are in, from what uh, Mike Flynn said after he beat Forrest Green, so it's obviously a lot easier to say once you've won. He said that Forrest Green are the best team at League 2 level for a decade. Uh who knows what points tally they'll end up on. Ultimately, I'm a sh- I suppose that's what we'll have to go off. But I'm confident this Forest Green side, who are unbeaten fr- away from home all season, with eight wins and frustratingly seven draws, so obviously I'm backing them to win, and they've, they have drawn quite a lot. Uh, they can get back on track, utilising the best away record in the league. I know they lost last time out against Warsaw, but if we're talking about one of the best League 2 teams over the last 10 years, they do not lose two in a row. This may end up in a draw, but 1.85, I, I can't not back Forest Green. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it's Forest Green. If they won, it absolutely wouldn't surprise me. Um, the reason I didn't go for it is just I, partly because of the Crawley unpredictability, which you mentioned. Crawley lost us one of the last four games um, in League 2 and, yeah, Forest Green, I've drawn a fair few away, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if Forest Green won this one. Fair enough. 
And then finally, away, double chance, Oldham Athletic, away at Colchester United. I mean, Oldham and John Sheridan, it, it just works. <laughs> Sheridan got such bad reports from his last few jobs. Like, I thought he was done it in the EFL. Like, Wigan and Swindon, I think it was. You know, noises coming out of there. Worst dressing room that the players have ever dealt with. Terrible tactics. Like, argumentative. Like, very stuck. Like, he comes into Oldham and he's like the messiah. Like, it, it's unbelievable. They're now looking like they can suck teams in it. And at one stage, it looked like they were just absolutely done. One defeat in eight for Oldham. There's plenty of draws in there. But remember, this is double chance, so a draw will do. Uh, and this is the classic pressured team against the pressure is slightly off team that we spoke about earlier. Colchester are that team that are getting sucked into it. Oldham are coming into it below uh, Colchester, but they can overtake them with a win. Colchester haven't won in four, any of the last seven at home. Like This has huge implications. So you've got a team kind of, you know, resurrected from nowhere. So the whole club and the fans and everyone's like, bloody hell, like, we might actually stay up. This is crazy. Thought the season was done, non-league, etc., etc. Then you've got Colchester who are just dying this slow, painful death. And they can be overtaken by the hunter uh, who is Oldham. So double chance, bit of statistics and a bit of narrative as well, which is always my favourite, 1.74. Yeah. John, Mr. Oldham, isn't he? I've just had a quick look at his Wikipedia. Played for Oldham for six years, um, between 98 and 2004. And he's now in his sixth spell as, as Oldham manager in either full managerial, head coach, caretaker form. So he loves six, it. Six in the six different spells of the same club. That's mental. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Martin Allen Brentford vibes. That's what it gives me. Uh, not Brentford, <laughs> sorry, Barnet vibes. Um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy, but it seems to be working. I mean, if he keeps them up, fine. They'll probably give him the job. He'll be sacked by October, and then. Someone will come in, they'll struggle, and then maybe he'll come and save them again. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All proof. Yeah. Literally never go down. As long as, long as you have, have him in charge for the last few months of the season. Yeah, yeah. Never go down. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's that then for all the tips. Let's wrap everything up in a nice little bow that is the bomb-proof treble. Yeah, we're just going to take a, a very quick peek um at last week's we've we've pretty much discussed where it went wrong but we had Arsenal to beat Brentford they did so 2-1 we had Bolton to beat Wimbledon I was a bit unsure about this one behind the scenes but but Tom sold it to me and credit where credit's due they won 4-0 absolutely thumped it (laughs) uh and then Preston uh home to Reading and as Tom said lost one in nine and it was that one um so lost 3-2 at home they went 3-0 down uh, and obviously that win ended with Pauno leaving by inverted commas mutual consent. So that rubbed it in even more. But we're back again with an exclusively enhanced treble from Matchbook. Um, so, Tom, I can't wait for you to read it out for the uh, listeners and viewers. Yeah, so this is uh, this treble is going to be best priced on Matchbook. Uh, don't want to, You don't want to miss that one. 
And like Tom mentioned earlier on in the show, if you deposit £25 with Matchbook using the code TFB podcast, but you can bet up to £20 on the bombproof treble and get that money back as cash if the bombproof treble loses. So it's a risk free chance to uh, try out mine and Tom's treble picks and see how we do. Hopefully, win you some money. So we're going to go for Luton at home to Derby, Sheffield Wednesday at home to Charlton, and Oxford at home to Cambridge. So, yeah, £10 is ample stake. We'll return you a minimum of £57. Yeah, so you need to head to Twitter or matchbook.com to find the direct link. So Twitter is T underscore FB podcast. I'll make sure that there's a direct link that you guys can click on uh, to go straight to Matchbook's website. Or if you prefer, you can go to Matchbook's website and in the top left search, uh, top left corner, sorry, there's a search bar. Just type in podcast and we'll come up uh, and then you'll be able to back it uh, directly. It's all pre-built. The enhanced price is all in there. It's, It's all ready, good to go. You just pop your stake in and off you go. Yep. Cool. Um, Show a quick look at fantasy football. No. I feel like I had a massive missed opportunity. Why? So I played my triple captain this week. Oh, let's go. Put it on the wrong person. (laughs) No, what? By accident? Or do you mean you just picked the wrong person? No, no, I just picked the wrong person. I put it on Trent uh, for Liverpool. So they had two pretty steady games, didn't they, against what Norwich and Leeds? And yeah. he didn't even play in the first one against Norwich. Ah. So that torpedoed that. And then Salah ended up getting a hat full of points. So I should have put it on Salah. And instead I didn't and I obviously didn't. So shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Well the highest person got two hundred and twelve points for this game week, which looks to me like an absolutely phenomenal amount. Good God. Two hundred and twelve. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's pretty frightening. There wasn't even any triple captains or anything played there. Wow. Uh, well, Ben Mee got 21 points. Not a bad guy for Ben Mee. Big up Ben Mee. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, crikey. Um, let's look at people who are a lot better than us at this game. Uh, top 10 in reverse order. Warren Torch, Callum Hodgott, David Doherty, Alpha M9K, Ian Dawson, Chris Hindle, Nathan Brunskill, Cameron Nags, Chantel Crookshanks, and David Brown with Brown Town is currently top of the tree. He's seven points ahead of Chantel. There's some absolutely scary points tallies at the top of this league, <laughs> both overall and for the last game week. You know, I'm looking down here. There's 161, 151, 161, 145, 143. It, we can only dream, can't we? Of, yeah. Of I just want to uh, I just want to put an SOS call out. Uh, David Torch, uh, just hoping you can get in touch with me and, and show me the light, if possible. T underscore FB podcast. <laughs> I need your uh, need your guidance, my friend. <laughs> oh man, Salah got eighty four points if you had him as triple captain. Like, as it seems like got all season. I think it seems like pretty much everybody did have him triple captain, apart from me and you. Apart from us, yeah, yeah. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been the Football Betting Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB Podcast. Please visit our sponsors, matchbook.com. Yeah, thank you guys, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>